The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. stars. Welcome. This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Thank you for being here. Good day. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you are listening from in the world on Mind, Body, Spirit FM, it's time to get empowered, dear stars. Welcome to episode 20 and the 7th of 2023. Conversations with Max. Celebrating the New Animal Divination Deck by Catherine O'Neill. Today we're going to be connecting with spirit and how love never dies from the Rainbow Bridge. So our last episode and the sixth for 2023 was welcoming the Zodiac New Year and our spring energy update. And now we are under, as this podcast will be airing, we're under the official approach to yes, your favorite time of the year, everyone, my dear stars. It's under, it, we are now under the official approach to Mercury retrograde. And yesterday we just had the very last of the infamous seven at 16 full moons that had been in effect since last October. So we just had the last one yesterday in Libra. So. A lot of things going on. And again, we have to pre-record. So whatever's going on in in America, we may have quite quite a bit of a a difference going on from the the time that we're actually able to get this uh, sound down right now. So we have the next couple of weeks. Mercury Retrograde is going to begin on the 21st of April. And uh, on your Soul Certainty community, you have the latest Mastering Mercury Retrograde workshop available. So hop on there, see what's going on. And at this point, as we're preparing for reflection, that's what the approach to Mercury Retrograde always is. You can go back to August 2022. There's the Mastering Mercury Retrograde episode that gives you all the nuts and bolts of what to expect under any given Mercury Retrograde cycle. But this one, of course, is going to be very different flavored in Taurus compared to the one that happened to close out 2022 and open up the current year that we're in. So this now, and I I really wanted to kind of just take this time and, and get our heads out of the facts, out of the timing, out of everything, and and really get some tools for you to help you connect with spirit, and 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 to help us work with these challenging times. 
that astrology and numerology are, you know, are obviously relating that we are absolutely circulating through. And, you know, there's a lot going on. And one of the things that is, you know, I think, as I've said on previous episodes, unless you're truly living under a rock, you have to understand that there's this collective grief that is going on around the planet. And whether you're experiencing it, you know, on a, on a personal level from a loss, from either a human loss or an animal loss, or you're just empathetic to what's going on and you really don't have anything that personal. And, and I always keep saying to people, you know, thank your lucky stars. You don't have anything that up close and personal to be dealing with, but we are in a very heavy time for humanity's journey of, you know, working through grief. And there's a lot of collective grief on this planet, uh, despite what the last three years have done overall with hidden traumas and just things that people I don't think understand they even are contending with. I, I don't think people have truly understood any of this um, in the way that it needs to be fully addressed and understanding that it is a form of grief is is important. And, you know, nobody's journey of grief is ever the same. And nobody can tell you how this is supposed to be going for you. There's no one cookie cutter size fits all healing program for grief. It's always a very specialized, you know, very specialized um, individual process that has to be personally honored. But having tools and utilizing them are, you know, very critical for us. And, and we want to be aware that they exist. And that's why I, I thought today's guest was a perfect segue of, hey, let's stop talking about all the weirdness in the world and let's talk about how to have a solution to help us heal and, and to help us grow and to help us learn and to help us process. So we're going to be looking to our beloved animals and how they are able to help us work through these, you know, personal healing process. So I'm, I'm so thrilled to introduce you to Catherine O'Neill. She is a, um, was born and raised in the beautiful green country. You're going to just love hearing her talk, by the way. Uh, beautiful green country of uh, Hampshire, England. And a seemingly frivolous adventure in her early 20s brought her to the sunny beaches and picturesque snowy mountains of the Southern California area, a place she now calls home. Catherine currently resides with her two children, Joshua and Claire, who are her main priority in life. As a certified hypnotherapist with specialties in past life regression therapy, EFT, and shamanic practices, Catherine has an interest for learning and using alternative healing modalities. A lover of animals, the wonders of the great outdoors, and a passion for books and card decks. On any given day, you may see her walking in nature or pondering the aisles of a spiritual bookstore. And today she's going to share her story with us of how this wonderful being named Max came into her life and has now transited out of the fur suit. And the deck that she's made is called Conversations with Max. And it's a divination deck that teaches us how to communicate with our beloved um, pets who have crossed over. So without further ado, 
Welcome to the Shreda Star and Power Hour, Catherine. It is such a pleasure to have you with us today. Hello, Sharita. Hello. <laughs> um, thank you so much for inviting me onto the show. It's actually really exciting to be here as actually a guest and not just a listener. Um, so let me just introduce myself a little. Yes, uh, Catherine O'Neill, also known as Kate. Um, I am a mother of two beautiful children, Joshua and Claire. And um, they are my absolute pride and joy and my main priority in life. Um, going beyond that, I am a certified clinical hypnotherapist, uh, working predominantly with past life regression. Um, I love anything that's to do with kind of investigating. Um, so that fits me really well. I think I probably should have been an investigator, but uh, <laughs> maybe that. Sorry, <laughs> you could have been. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe in another life. Or maybe I wasn't a prior life, you know. So um, with that said, um, you know, I kind of took a step back in um, the hypnotherapy, you know, when COVID hit, um, as we all know, the impact of that. Absolutely. And yeah, so um, do you want me just to go ahead and tell the story or? Well, I was... Yeah, I'll kind of, yeah, we, you can tell the story. I, I, you know, obviously we, we understand you've created this very powerful, uh, divination tool, which I believe is, is just in perfect timing for, for what we collectively are dealing with and what so many people, you know, are looking for tools right now. And, you know, aside from, you know, how you talk about the intuitive listening journey that, you know, you've done, um, you know, through Max, uh, from being here in in dog form and then moving into uh, a spirit form where you still have this this amazing story to talk about the communication um let, let yeah talk about that first and then and then we'll um i guess my my first question was what were other divination tools and modalities that you had previously worked with that allowed you to understand the validation of what you were getting from Max once all of that happened. But you have to tell us about what happened with Max first. So we'll let you do that first. <laughs> okay. Yes. So basically, um, you know, we had um, brought Max into our home back at, you know, near the end of 2019. Um, he seemed like a, you know, usual puppy energy, um, actually, when we went to look at him, I shouldn't leave that out. Um, you know, I went with my son and my daughter and we went to the lady's home and, you know, we had made sure she was a qualified breeder, had done all the background checks. And he was actually the first puppy that literally just came straight up to me and crawled up basically my chest into my arms. Oh. And my daughter, yeah, turned to me and said, mommy, he's the one. And I just said, yep. He certainly is. So, you know, we went back um, like a month or so later because you had to, you know, give it time um, before you could pick them up and brought him home and everything seemed great. Um, it wasn't really until he was about a year old, we started noticing some some sort of weirdness with his health. Um, he seemed to always drink so much and then sort of excessive urination. Um, but he was a big dog, you know, he was like 93 pounds. So, you know, he ate, he drank and, you know, I kind of put it on the back burner. Uh, but he sort of went through a spell of just not feeling 
good at all. And he seemed like he was getting over it. And I had taken him to the vet because he'd been coughing. And, um, and you know, when I'd gone, they said, no, no, it's just like a viral thing. And, you know, we had everything with COVID going on. And, and I had said to them, oh, are you sure it's not, you know, like a respiratory thing, like, um, you know, this COVID flu. It's just like, a, no, 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 you know, animals can't get that. It's it's not that. He's, he's, it's okay, fine. So we brought him home and he actually recovered and got better. Um, and then I started noticing, you know, he was lethargic. And it just, I thought, now I'm going to take him back. Um, so we went back and, um, it turns out, you know, it was with my son and of course, you know, all the protocols were in place. So now you can't mm. go into the vet and, um, you have to stay outside in your car and mask yes. up and everything else. So there's, there's none of this normal, regular communication. Um, so basically, um, you know, the vet came out and said, you know, you need to take him straight to the emergency. You know, I've called ahead. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's way more issues than we, we can sort of tell. Um, we've done some blood panels, but you need to take him and you need to take him now. So basically, uh, that's what we did. But of course we were in shock because I was thinking it was something very minor and, you know, that they could fix it. So off we went, took him straight away and, um, again, had to wait in the car. They came and taken from us and um, it was probably, you know, a good two or three hours later, I was sitting there, uh, a, a gentleman sort of like a vet tech came out and came up to the car and, you know, you open the window down with a tiny little crack um, and basically said, oh, you know, I'm so sorry, you know, what do you want to do? And both my son and I looked at each other and like, what? And he's like, I'm so sorry. And he could tell by our faces that we were kind of what's going on. He said, Oh, has the vet not been out yet? We said, no. And of course then he was flustered. He, th- he thought we'd already been given the diagnosis. I see. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of course now my son and I are just, Oh my gosh, what is going on? And so he disappeared quickly. Um, and then obviously the vet came out and she said, you know, he has renal dysplasia. Um, so basically that's um the physical structure of the kidneys are basically affected mm-hmm. um and she said you know we actually haven't seen a case in an animal this young so bad and it has progressed so bad um and she said you know there's uh, of course we were not expecting anything like this you're looking at a dog who's like 12 months old yeah um so you know you can understand what the shock and so she said, you know, he, he can't come home. He needs to stay. In fact, he needs a blood transfusion. Um, and he needs to go on all these different meds and we've got to get him right. And of course, you know, you don't have time to even think. So mm-hmm. naturally we said, okay, whatever, you know, needs to be done. Um, you know, she said, you're probably a couple of days. Um, we're going to need him, maybe more. And we'll see how, you know, he does once he's had the transfusion. So, you know, off we went back home and, um, and this was just before, actually just before Christmas and my daughter's birthday. So it was, it was like, what are we, what, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. So it went on like two, three days and, um, you know, I checked back in with them. Um, they were trying him on different things, but they couldn't get him to eat. And they said, you know, if we can't get him to eat, this is going to be a real problem. We can't let him go home. So I would suggest to them different things that he loved because, 
he was completely spoiled. I used to cook him his meals like he was my husband. <laughs> Seriously, if, if anybody would see me like in the morning, what I would do, this dog would have like a full-blown cooked breakfast, like love it <laughs> eggs and a bit of bacon and a bit of you know to the point where my kids would be like mommy I think he's the favorite you know child now um yeah. so anyway I knew I could get him to eat so I would be suggesting little things and little pieces of chicken and you know um but moving forward past that you know my mother um had said to me you know Kate he's been there long enough uh, I I think you need to bring him home and I, and I was you know, you, you sort of question, you know, the Western med with, you know, what can I do holistically at home? You mm-hmm. go through this process because obviously I don't know enough about, you know, the animal's anatomy and what, how it works. So it was very hard. And when you're in that crisis, it's also very hard to, um, well, for me at least anyway, to, to sort of listen to spirit and allow that to sort of come in because you're, right, you're not right. centered. Yeah. Uh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, your grounding's not there and you're just... You not know, as much as normal times. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. we're also dealing with a pandemic on top of it. So, you know, there's a, exactly. like, there's a lot going on. In that there was case. a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I, I sort of listened to what my mother said and, you know, I sat and I thought and I, you know, spoke with my kids and I just said, you know what, I think we need to get him out of there and he needs to come home and we'll deal with what needs to be dealt with. Um, you know, and I also spoke to my, my regular vet and um, she sort of said, look, I'll do whatever I can to support you. Um, and it turned out that she had just recently had an animal go through the same, same prognosis. Um, so she was, she was, she was very helpful. Um, she was fresh on what yes. she needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I went, you know, we picked him up and he, I have to say, it's the worst I've ever seen him. He mm. was, a, he was such an amazing animal when you used to see him. I mean, they don't, they get excited. And there was, it was like there was no life left in him when I saw him and I, and I got him. Mm. Um, so I was happy with the decision I made. You know, we brought him home. Um, he was so lethargic. He literally got up on the couch and, just you know um just basically sort of fell asleep um it was heartbreaking to watch so we from from there you know i did manage to get him to start eating and um we actually had to administer the ivs to him every day a couple Mm -hmm. of times a day which was something i've never done and um it was you know for a big dog too it takes a lot longer than a little dog so we'd be going around, I'd be trying to get the needle in and my son's holding up the IV bag. And, you know, it was such a process, but, you know, we did what we could basically. Um, and that kind of went on for, I, you know, really a, a month and a half um, to two months. Um, and he seemed to be getting better. And it was one of those, it was almost like, you know, this game in your head where, you know, you see he's getting better and healthier and I would take him out for long walks and I would be like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. He's now like, mm-hmm. I think he's going to recover. Yet the vet kept saying to me, you know, Kate, she's, this is, he's on a decline, you know? Um, and she would say to me, you know, be very, just be very mindful of how he is because 
when it gets really to the end, you know, there's seizures, there's there's a lot of things that you don't want to have to endure. So just be very mindful of that. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, you know, look, he came to his demise um, on February 10th. Uh, 21. He was 14 months old. Um, I won't go into the details of, of that, but, um, you know, he died at home in front of the fireplace and, um, you know, it, it was, well, it's been a journey. Let's just say that it's been, a, it's been an enormous journey. Um, and one that really, I don't want to go on again, but, um, you know, I know a lot of people think, you know, oh, you know, it's a pet. A lot of people can move on very quickly and, you know, and that's yes. their process, you know. Um, but they don't have the understanding. Well, they're just not an animal. I mean, not everybody's supposedly, I guess, an animal person, so they don't relate to it that way. Or, well, I'll let you continue about how this started to happen. Uh, yeah. thereafter for you. So, um Basically, you know, we sort of said our goodbyes and um, off he went. And, you know, the next couple of days was really just about honoring him and, you know, being quiet and, um, mm-hmm. you know, just letting everything that had happened sort of assimilate. Then what happened, you know, there was, one day I was just standing looking out my front um, window and I have a beautiful tree, well, lots of trees and a lot of activity, you know, squirrels and birds and what have you. But I was standing there literally right up against the window and all of a sudden a hummingbird just, you know, now it's not unusual that we would see a hummingbird, but this particular hummingbird was unusual. It, it sort of flew and came right up to where I was standing. And all we have is obviously the pane of glass between us. And it came as near to the window as feasibly possible. <laughs> so I'm literally probably like a foot and a half, well, like a foot away from it, you know, between the glass. And this was exactly 43 hours later. And yes, I know it's 43 hours later because I documented a lot of things that happened in those, those <laughs> first few weeks because I was so blown away by it. Yeah. Um, and it literally just came up and was sitting there fluttering and looking at me and I'm looking at it and it, it's like it's just sitting there fluttering, 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 fluttering. And it was then that I got like this intuitive message that I needed to create a card deck to help other pet owners with the grief and sorrow that I was going to go through and was going through um, and able to, to help them. Um, now, look, this isn't anything new to me. As I've said, I love card decks. Um, I have an exorbitant amount of them. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't like it was something that just came out of the blue of, um, oh, all of a sudden I'm going to do a card deck, you know. It is something that I have always loved. Um, so when I got that message, it was it was one of those big aha moments. And it, it gave of, you that validation. It, yeah. it did, yes. And and I'm sort of in my head, and this this hummingbird is still fluttering right there, okay, looking at me, you know. Um, and, and they're so not known to linger very long. I mean, I you know have them here in New York, and I've always been told that uh, you know anytime you do see hummingbirds, that is spirit communicating with you, or it's one of the 
you know, the stronger birds to, to, right. to see, but do they, they're very timid creatures. <laughs> so the fact that it just like hung out there for the longest time with you. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it, look, it's a validation right there. You know, it's like, hello, I'm not leaving until you pay attention to me. <laughs> yeah. Because usually they're zipping, aren't they? They usually zip. Yes, They're they in and out like a zip. And it, it well, now look, I'm not talking like it was minutes. It wasn't, it was, well, you know, I mean, I gotta say it probably was a good minute. Um, that's a long so, time for a hummingbird. Yeah, I, I get it. Yes, it is. So it's then that I got the big aha moment. I am now like overwhelmed with this. Oh my gosh. Like this, this is kind of insane in my head. And I'm, I'm getting, you know, cards and, you know, flashing sort of images of photos that I've had in the past that I, and this is what's so funny. Like, and look, we all take photos. Um, but I, you know, my phone, I, I have like an insane amount of photos in there. I mean, it's just ridiculous, but I, over the years prior to this happening, I would be somewhere and take this photo. And I had this knowing that it was for something I was going to need later on. And I never knew what, it was just something that I, you know, I had a knowing it was like, you're going to need that. You're going to use it later on. That's sort of what the message I got. Yeah. So when I'm having, you know, this hummingbird and it's saying, you know, a, a, a deck, I'm then getting, you know, you've got the photos and I'm getting all of these like messages. So uh, naturally, I, you know, I called my children down because now the hummingbird has, has left. OK. And, I, you know, I tell my children like, oh, my gosh, my dad is an amazing and that's just an amazing message. You have to do it. That would be so great. And, you know, and I said to them, you know, and I really feel like this is going to be my healing and it's going to heal, you know, help heal me from the pain um, of not having him around. It's a journey for me and it's, you know, going to be to help others. So, you know, what's wonderful is both my kids are very intuitive and, uh, you know, they don't think I'm wackadoodle. They just, you know, they go with it and, you know, they were very supportive. Um, and literally from the moment that hummingbird appeared for the next, I would say good, um, good month or two, I would say my children included would get an absorbent amount of messages. We'd go out in the car and all of a sudden my daughter would be like, look at the license plate, you know, it says Max or, oh yes, yes. you know, we're Wait. getting all of these messages now on billboards, yep. the time going and, yeah, and you can't deny it unless you don't know how to pay attention to it. I, uh, right. I mean, I, I can so relate, you know, in in my own personal experience of, you know, not 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 the pet. Well, although years back, my my cat who's went close to my grandmother very similarly. Um, I after they both crossed over, there was a myriad of things um, that that went on. Um, but most recently with my, you know, my life partner, uh, who crossed over, um, actually very, a couple of months after, after Max did, um, it, it amazes me, the signs. I, it, 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 it blows yeah. my mind. Like you're talking about the license plate and time on the clock or songs that are playing or, and if you're just willing to keep your mind open, it, it is, 
it is some of the greatest sources of comfort I've ever, you know, I can ever, you know, tell people to pay attention to. I mean, it, it it's incredible if you allow it to flow, you know. Well, I think that's the key. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you allow it to flow, I think, and this is something that I've learned over the years. I've always been very intuitive, but it stepped up an even greater notch after Max um, passed away. Yeah. And I... I know it's because, look, I always, I did always sort of listen to the signs, but, you know, there'd be little small ones you wouldn't listen to. Oh, no, it's just me thinking this. I now, on a daily basis, um, I would say 99% of the time, if there's a sign or I'm given some sort of awareness to something, I'll go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the more you do that, the more you will allow your own intuition to to grow and um for me anyway that's how i feel i really have felt over the last two years um my intuition has really taken a notch up yeah i Um, would agree um from well my my grandmother and my my, they they were like well they were the they were some of the i mean i've had lots of people cross over in my lifetime and 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 i I, I, I'm big with numerology because obviously they speak my language all the time. So they're either send me the birthday or, you know, they'll, they'll do something, you know, that you can't, you can't make it up. I mean, you, you can't say, I mean, like I said, unless you, you're not allowing it to flow through you. Um, it, it's, it, it's undeniable that they're trying to talk to you. <laughs> oh, it, it's so, and so, and I, I've told you this before, Sharita, you know, I, so I screenshot on my phone, every, pretty much, I will be, let's say I'm working, whatever, and I'll get, you know, look at your phone, I'll look down at my phone, and I'll get the, you know, it's 1021, or it's 120, I've got so many screenshots, and I just laugh now, because those, you know, Max was born 1022, 19, and, and he passed away 21021. Yeah, so... He like reversed himself on the way out. Yeah, exactly, right? (laughs) These numbers, uh, like they just started happening more and more after he passed. So I know that that's him communicating with me. And, uh, you you know, and then also I get the the 333, which um, one of the reasons I decided to go ahead with the the number of cards, because I kept saying, you know, how many cards? And I kept getting this 333, you know, 33 and like oh you know 33 and um i know 33 in um you know the linda goodman star so you know it was um the star card deck is love and magic so it's for me magic and it's a master number um it's funny you're answering the questions i have written down so i love it <laughs> <laughs> See how intuitive you really are. Because <laughs> I had a whole thing about why you use thirty-three, but you're on, you're you're going. I'm on key. Okay, good. So I'll run with it then. Run um, with it. Okay, so basically, you know, I I was getting, I kept saying to kids, you know, I wonder how many cards I should have on the deck, and I was getting this thirty thirty-three sort of number in my head, and then we'd go out, and I remember seeing thirty-three on a license plate, and then. I, you know, I'd pick up the phone, and it would be 3.33, and oh, I'd tell the kids, and I'd be like, okay, this is, this is a done deal, and 33 is love and, and magic. Um, so then I came up with, okay, I'm, how am I going to separate with, with these cards? How is this going to work? And I got, you know, 
and I started getting the 11s and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have 11 cars that are animal based, uh, 11 that are abstract and 11 that are universe. Um, so, you know, now also the 33 has another meaning. He, when I spoke to the breeder, she believed that he was sort of born in that sort of three o'clock, three thirty sort of hour. Um, and he actually passed away. We believe at three thirty-three. Um, but it was in that definite three thirty hour. But I believe because of everything that I keep getting with the three three three, I believe that it was probably three thirty-three. Yeah. yeah. When, so when my, uh, when my grandmother passed, she passed at four forty-four on the nose. Oh, wow. I mean, you couldn't make it up. So I I could validate that. I'm sure he did leave at three thirty-three. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which you yeah. know, it's interesting. He sort of came in at that three o'clock hour. He he left at that three o'clock hour. Yeah. Um. You know, so that's how I came to to come with you know with the three thirty three cards. Although I must say I do have two extra cards in there, but they're not sort of part of the um uh they're just they're basically two extra cards that uh blank. It just has a little graphic on the end because I wanted other people to be able to put their own soul pet, like a picture of them on it, so they can bring yeah. that energy in. I, I loved that idea, uh, and when I, you know, have obviously explored the deck for myself, and and I thought that was just, I was like, oh, because that that in in regards to another question, um, maybe I'll answer it for you. <laughs> and what what makes your divination deck stand apart from like any other classic other tarot deck or you know? And that would be one of the, you know one of the things I would mention as a you know exploring it and 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 utilizing it is you can personalize it, which I don't ever really notice that, and I've got a, quite a few decks myself to be perfectly honest so um i understand that the need to collect them um and and utilize them for for you know just our just to help ourselves and and, and work with spirit uh so i love that you put that ability to personalize it in there I, that was wonderful but i'll let you keep talking girl <laughs> yeah, you know, and that really came, I have to say, that came more at the end. Um, you know, I'd done the 33 cards and, and something, you know, just just felt like there needed to be something more. So people, when they, you know, they got the deck, um, felt that it was more for them because, you know, look, the, the heading is conversations with Max and, you know, really it's it's honoring him, but it's it's really... You know, the messages that I received from him, um, from God, uh, from the universe, it, 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 it's it's like for anybody who has lost a pet, and it can be any pet. It doesn't have to be a dog. It doesn't have to be a cat. It can be a horse, a frog, a, exactly. you know, a hamster. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that's kind of what it, make, it, it, it makes it unique. Um, so I wanted these two cards, you know, to basically just um, – you know, get a little, you know, photo of your pet or, you know, you can even just put the name on it. And, and when you're doing a reading, you, you bring that energy in and, you know, look, right now as we're having this discussion, I have my little candle, uh, you know, I have Max's little photo here. Um, it's, it's all about bringing that energy in, you know, so, um, yeah, so I, you know, what I would suggest is, you know, they, they put the name or the, you know, the pet's photo on that and, um, 
you know, then you'll, you shuffle the card deck and um, just pick a card for the day. Um, I actually, you know, picked one before we did this today. So I said, you know, Max, you know, what message have you got for me today? And I actually picked card number 27, which was you are connected to me, which was completely perfect. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, um so, yeah, so basically that's um, how the deck came about. Um, sorry, I've got beeping noise going in the back. Hopefully you can't hear it. I think it's an alarm. Right. You okay. know. Hopefully it's not coming up on this. You know, it's it's uh, we have these weird things in our life that make noise. It's, just, it's what happens. Yeah, all of a sudden it started beeping. Hey, maybe that's Max saying hi to everybody. And I think um, it, it very well may be. Uh, in fact, that was exact. And it was funny a while, you know, when we piece this together to air it as the podcast but as you were talking about all that it was literally 33 minutes into the recording <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't oh. like, it's 33 minutes right now it's interesting because I can hear this beeping noise I'm not sure where and it's that coming beeping from noise went off at that exact moment and I was like okay that's that's okay that must be the dog <laughs> Max. <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from. I have no idea, and I'm sorry if it's if it's noisy in the background. But um, I, I guess we'll just hear it, but it. it's not loud, so okay. it's perfectly fine. And, okay. and, and, and hey, hey, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the approach of Mercury retrograde, everybody. And these weird oh. things come in, and and that's just how it happens, you know. <laughs> and, and we don't, we we we. You know what? We just go with, we're going with the flow. <laughs> Indeed we are. Exactly. Um, so let me think. So basically that is, um, you know, how it all came about. Um, you know, I had some, most of the, uh, pictures, you know, the photos on the card, the majority are, are, are from my, um, my archive, but there were a few that I did have, um, created. Um, just a small handful, just because they were slightly different. Um, it was, I, that was sort of more of a powerful, um, download that I got and it, the photos that I had just weren't right for it. Um, and they're kind of noticeable in the, in the deck. Um, but I had an interesting story, um, on one of the cards. I, you know, when I was doing the animal cards, once I decided I was doing sort of 11, 11, 11, um, I was kind of at my last animal card and I just couldn't quite figure out what the card was meant to be. And um, so I was actually heading off to to meet a friend and um, I was going to be going through uh, one of the canyons in Malibu Canyon. And quite often you'd see a deer sometimes like hanging out or, you know, mm. um, in the background. And um, I had said before I had left, you know, because I was thinking it was going to be a deer. And I had I had said, you know, okay, if it's meant to be a deer, give me a sign, let me see a deer, and then I'll know for sure that that's what it's supposed to be. Well, off I went down the canyon. I remember I got a call. I got on the call. I wasn't even focusing now at this point. I'm getting to where I'm supposed to go. When I get there, I realize it's like, oh, my goodness. I asked this question, and I wasn't even looking. So now I'm really angry with myself and I'm just, oh, okay, that was ridiculous. So then on the way back, I said the same thing. I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't listen. If there were any signs, please, 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 you know, show me a sign if I meant to, you know, use the deer. So I'm driving along and I actually got another call on the phone. I was talking to my friend and 
as I'm on the phone to her, I get this turn left. And I, and of course, then I'm like, I'm questioning turn left. I usually go straight, but I got this turn left, like uh-huh. kind of loud in my head. Yeah. So I take a left and then I get this loud turn, look right, not turn right, look right. Literally, I turn left and as I get the look right, I turn to the right and there is one sole deer standing in this field. And there you go. And there you go. So, yeah, I mean, that's my number eight card. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, so I literally stop and I say to my friend, I have to, I got to take this picture. Now, realize I had not told anybody I was working on this deck apart from my two children and my mother. Right. Because I had also got um, the message that I had to keep very quiet about this deck. I wasn't supposed to talk to anybody else about it other than them. Mm-hmm. And um, and I kept questioning, well, why? You know, and I'm I'm a very honest person. And it was <laughs> it was hard for me because, you know, I have a couple of very dear friends and obviously my family. I wanted to tell the rest of my family. I wanted to tell my very dear friends. And I kept getting, no, um, you can't. You have to keep this quiet. Yeah. Um, so it was very hard because if someone would, you know, a friend would call, oh, what are you doing? And I'd be saying, oh, I'm working on a project. <laughs> They'd be like, what uh-huh. project? And you what is it? can't know what it is. <laughs> so it was very hard. And I had to say, you know, I'm working on something, but I can't say what. I know that sounds really just strange coming from me, and uh, but please just basically go with it you're gonna know in due time you'll be the first to know and that's right you know yeah but it, you know it was hard because this took a year and a half to create it wasn't it's like hard. a quick no. you know slap it out kind of you know anything <laughs> good takes takes a takes a you know i i love it in today's world you know and I, you and i had this previous conversation uh when we first got connected is you know, just how fast paced everything has become. And, you know, they want you to write a book in a, in a weekend and, and boom, boom, boom. And, and everything's just do, 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 do. the faster I do it, supposedly the better it is. And, and I find that to be very false. And so yeah. the fact that you took the time for the year and a half and, and your personal timing was the, it was, was right on point with how you did it, which I also would validate. You were, you know, Max is a wonderful guide because he, he, he allowed you not to rush. And, um, I think also with any good project, you shouldn't talk too much about it. I, I mean, I see people that do that all the time and, and they, they, they and and I get like there's this mentality of oh you have to put it out there and then you have to be accountable to it, but there's also a thing called energy and you don't want other people's energy mucking up your stuff, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I think for me, um, what it was is um, you know when you're creating something, sometimes you want you know your your people that are closest to you, you want their input, you want them to say yes, that's great, or no, that's not. Right. And the message I got was, I have to be completely open to spirit, yeah, and what I'm being told, and I have to go with 
all of that, whether it seems not right to maybe others. And if I brought in other people, they'd be like, oh, well, no, I don't like that picture, but I, I quite like that. And, yeah. oh, maybe you should add something here or there. There's the, then there's that confusion that lies. And I, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, it was, let me tell you, it was very hard, but I also feel like it was a little test to see if I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to listen. And if I listen, then more would come. And um, so, you know, and, and look, my family has been very supportive. They, they, you know, I told my sisters after that. And then obviously my, my best friends um, and, you know, they understood it. You know, it, I think it was initially maybe not because you know they might have just sort of been thinking well you know what is going on and of course everybody's then thinking what's she doing what's she not doing and I, and, I, and it wasn't and it was hard because I didn't want that to be the case but because I'm so honest I didn't feel like I could say oh I'm just off shopping today or I'm just off. I have to say well, I'm working on a project so anyway you know it all worked out and um, I'm glad I did listen and um you know, this is kind of how it, this came about with the pictures and um, and the photos and, um, you know, everything that was made um, has been made in the U.S. Um, it also, um, you know, I had actually changed the size of the cards many times. The box has been changed many times. Um, the book's been <laughs> changed many times, like the it's sizing. interesting to hear you, like, you, you know, because, and, and we're at the, uh, the you're going to have your go-to link for today's episode to um, find where to get your copy of uh, Conversations with Max. Um, I think anybody out there listening who has lost a pet or if you have, and most of us probably know somebody who's lost a pet and um, you're, you're gonna, this is such a, first of all, it's a lovely gift. It's a lovely gift. Um, But it's so amazing to think of like what you're talking about with the process of, you've got to think about all these little details of what goes on with, you know, yeah, how big are the cards? Are they this way? Are they that way? Yeah, what does the box look like? I mean, because, you know, I, I've gotten many deck card decks myself, and I know you have that. You collect them as well. So there's a lot of different ways you can do it, you know. Um, it's kind of yeah. like uh, wedding invitations or something. I mean, it's like you have to go through all this process or how many, you know, whatever it is that you're, you have the options for at life, you never realize how much goes into packaging something it's it it is quite amazing yeah it really it was um look i am quite i'm an aries um i could be quite impatient um (laughs) i can start things zodiac doesn't back you up on that one (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know i kind of you know i'm I used to start things and not always finish them. I, I kind of, um, this was definitely um, a process for sure. Um, not knowing how to, um, it's one thing to write and put pen to paper, but then when you have to, you know, make sure that it can fit on a certain page and, um, you know, do all that sort of, design that formatting stuff that may not be your forte and that's what a publisher technically does right so now we all do everything for ourselves (laughs) so and that was the other thing who you you ask as as somebody else to help you with with that kind of you know uh you know part of it but i i will validate for you 
as an Aries, but because you will have, because you're a nine as an Aries, when you put your mind to something, you're determined to finish and you don't stop until you do. So you do have a, a very special quality as, as an Aries that not every other Aries tends to have. Cause that, that what you just mentioned before, Hey, I start a lot of things and I'm, I'm known not to finish them. But if your, your heart isn't into it, that's why you don't bother. It's really what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, and my heart has been so steeped in this. And your heart is involved in this one, you know. Yeah, basically. no, it's no it, question. It, yeah, no, it just was not. Um, and look, I had every hopes of getting this out within a year. Um, and I had to be careful when it wasn't quite um, how I wanted it in the box and with the car. I had to say, no, you know what? This is not how it's meant to be. Um, I I was adamant on finding somebody in America who could print it. Um, it could have been done a whole lot quicker and, um, Mm. had I gone abroad, but it was very important for me for it to be here. Um, I love that. And I, my, I just got a little chill up my back with that. As you say that, because I think at this point in time, um, it's necessary. Good for you. And, 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 and 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 thank you for doing that because I think yeah I think we we need to to really think about how we outsource everything and what we need to be doing in our own country. <laughs> yes, well, exactly, you and, and you know that was another reason you know because I, you know I got asked sort of at the end you know well oh have you got a publisher are you going to publish I was like no because first of all I don't want anything changed on it um, yeah. and second of all pretty much most of the decks you see are um, made out of the country. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want, um, I want this to be really a really special, look, it's from spirit and I want it to stay like that. I don't want it modified. I don't want it changed unless I get that a message that it needs to be. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're at and um, I'm happy you know, the way it is. And I've actually had people tell me that they have not just used it for their pets too. They've actually used it. Um, I mean, it wasn't created for, you know, using on a human, but you can. Um, I already get that strongly all the time with it. It's it's not just, it hasn't, I mean, I don't want to say it has nothing. To, for me, I've really gotten it with the human stuff. <laughs> oh, you have used it for the, in that it's manner then. It's really yes. amazing for that, actually. I mean, and you know, I, I've got, you know, like I say, I have a, a very fresh grieving experience still right. in, 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 well, it's more, fr- I mean, I, I I will always grieve my my grandmother and 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 grieve my 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 cat Magic, who was named Magic, and um, you know anybody I know who's been you know crossed over on the other side, who I was I've been close to in my life. I have a dear friend who also passed very shortly after um, my partner Sebastian did, and um, I, I mean she came through with butterflies with me. Um, I, I get that very, very strongly with her, but, um, there's just, I, I find it even just when you need a message of, of, you know, you just need some like lift of, you know, and I'm also a person, you know, I, I have a more of a solitary life than, you know, being around 20 million people all the time. (laughs) So I also find it very, 
you know, tools like this for especially people that also are, are you know, have, have, they live alone or, or they just are not, you know, as socialized beings. You know, these past three years have changed the dynamic of so many things. And I know a lot of people have like kind of plowed on and, and gone right on back to things. And I mean, I'm, you know, social and I, and I do communicate with other humans, but, my need to be in a crowd right now is 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 is, is, is zilch. I mean, zero. Yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> and so with this is deck is also wonderful because you know when you're just doing that, um, just whatever we want to call it for ourselves now. Our general, I call it like soul maintenance. You know, like I I like things that I do. I read like out of my little spiritual books every day and and just try to have something to keep, you know, your mind in, in a positive place, um, amongst all the heaviness and the, as we opened the show with, you know, really talking about this, there's such a collective grief going on. And, and sometimes, you know, we, we do, we, we get very weighed down by that. And so this deck is, is just such a, it's a powerful tool to allow you to know, Hey, there's faith. And you're not by yourself, even if you think you're by yourself. <laughs> you right. Know. No, for sure. I mean, I've even had um, an experience where I was lying in bed and I, sounds funny, but I could smell, I could smell Max. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I knew that he was that around me. Smell that you can smell the, yeah, that's very common that we. Yeah. Smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had that and I also had him come up and sort of like, his tail like on my arm like the feeling because he had a long fluffy furry sort of tail um (laughs) and i could feel that on my arm i mean it's just you know there's too many things um that have occurred in the last couple of years um they are they're around us they're all around us all the time and um you know i talk i still talk to him you know um, <laughs> he, he listens and he's there and he's talking back. He's just talking back in a different way than he used to be able to do. You know, all of them, uh, whether humans or, or our beloved animals, uh, they just, they're still able to communicate with us. They're just, they have to use a different language now, um, or a different, you know, avenue of communication, uh, which, you know, where all these fun numbers and, and all that kind of, you know, or music or however, how are the animals, uh, the other animals of around, um, you know, obviously seeing our spirit guides in that way, because it was so funny. Also, like right after you had sent me the deck, um, I've always had doves that that come outside but then I read up on on your description of the dove and, and lo and behold I like go outside and there's the doves <laughs> oh they were oh that's brilliant I and love then, that uh, uh, like it was like a week ago I think at least or maybe it was longer I, I th- these past couple of weeks have been so crazy here in the northeast we've had storms and now the snow has gone and it's just like there's so much to do and but I had six of them I had six, I had, so I had three pairs of doves. I had six doves all together out by my, my feeder. Uh, cause I feed the birds all winter because I just love to see who shows up. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. But I, I, but your whole description with the dove and I was like, oh, and like, and, and I, I have a close association with who I know that is when I see the doves. So, um, you know. Yeah. And that card, um, was it? I want to be, I want you to be at peace, that card. Yeah. So the fact. And, you- and I get that message. I mean, I know at this point, I mean, they all, they, oh, I mean, that, that's a very, you know, the love that they have for us from the other side is that they they want us to understand that so strongly. I mean, I I think what you know whether it's been a medium who's told me this through various you know wh- whomever has crossed over there and and is like hey but you know yes you have to go through that grief and, and you have to de- de- you know contend with that and honor it for what it is but you need to move on and have peace in your life. We want you to have peace because you didn't come with us yet. And I've had certain mediums, they they can be more funny than others, but, um, you know, they'll say like, you know what? They don't want you over there yet. (laughs) You have no business. You're not coming over here. You know, I think we all have lessons to learn. And um, I think once until they're completed, then, our time is still um, needed here on earth, you know? Yes. Well, I I think the work that you are, you know, and we didn't even get into your timing and everything, but you did, you launched this book, this book, excuse me, the, you launched this deck as you were in a year of new beginnings in your life. So as you're moving forward, especially moving into the spring and then moving through the earlier part of 2014, Four will be is you're going to nurture this deck and you're going to, you know, like kind of take care of it like a baby and you're just going to allow it to, to be nurtured and nourished and allow it to be seen by the people who need to see it. And by 2024, I think this deck will be in a total another place of how it will be seen by the world. So, you know, have patience in, in, in the process of, you know, how things go. But I, I believe it will be more and more popular as time moves along um, because well, it's so unique, number one. Uh, I mean, I don't have every deck there is, and but this deck is very – it's designed very differently than how I've seen – I've seen animal divination decks and all that kind of stuff, but not in the way that you've done this, and I find it to be – it is very pioneering, Aries. So congratulations. Oh, thank uh, you so much. As Me well too. on uh, an amazing, beautiful, thoughtful, and comforting job because it's all of that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's lovely. And, um, so we really, so tell, um, before we'll have to wrap up in like another couple of minutes. Um, but tell people, for anybody who's out there, you are located in California, you're in California, um, but you have a couple of events coming up. When is that event? Oh, yes. Um, so I will be at the Los Angeles Pet Expo. Um, that's April 14th through the 16th. So that's next um, weekend as this <clears throat> podcast will air. So, hey, if you're out there in California and yeah. have to listen um, and you're in the L.A. area, 
Yes, I shall be there. Now, in that, and, and like I said, the go-to link for the episode today is, it's, but I'll let you just, where, where, where can people find you? Is, I'm assuming the expo information is on, on the website as well as how to purchase the deck. Okay. I haven't actually put anything about the expo on the website, um, but I will. Um, so my website is, um, on to max. So www.o m t o m a x dot com um own to max basically you know that says it for you <laughs> it's all we need to know it's own to max um so um yes yeah, so you can purchase the deck on there um and I, a good idea. I should put the Pet Expo information on there. Um, there's a couple and of the time this will air, it will be done. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Um, so yeah, there's a little bit more about me on the website, and I've written a couple of little blogs, uh, which I'm going to continue to do. So anybody goes on there, sign up for the um, email, so you can be notified when something you know new is put up. Um, I've got a couple of things in the works that um, I may be adding um but that won't be for you know a little while but um it's always good to check up you know back in there and just read what i'm putting up and also i have um instagram um which is o-m-t-o-m-a-x and also max um actually that was a little story if you've got a minute um absolutely yep little story so when we first you know brought max into into our house and everything i got this message that i need to start an instagram and I am not big on social media. Um, in fact, I didn't really even have an Instagram, I think, at that point. Um, and I kept getting Instagram. you got to do an Instagram account. you got to do Instagram. And I said, oh, my goodness, this is ridiculous. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it because I just kept getting this. <laughs> so I created, um, it's actually Max Millam, the Bernese, um, M-A-X-M-I-L-A-N-T-H-E-B-E-R-N-E-S-E, Um that's his own Instagram. And I gotta tell you, I just started posting little pictures of him here and there and here and there. And all of a sudden he has like over 5,000 followers now. Well, because and, I mean, you know, who doesn't yeah. want to follow Max, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it was really funny. So basically I have, I couldn't, I didn't want to change that energetically. Yeah. Um, so I just created a new Instagram for, um, uh, you know, the, the business name, um, um, to Max because, you know, there'll be other things that I'll, I'll eventually feature, um, for grief. Um, so yeah, those are the places that you can, um, you know, reach us on and, um, yeah, the Pet Expo should be fun. I'm going to have a little booth. Um, it will be our first one with, um, with this product. So, you know, I'm hoping. I think it's, I I really look forward to uh, you and I will have our uh, after show conversation, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm really looking forward to hearing how successful of an event it is and uh, will be. So again, if you're in the LA area and you're listening, uh, because I know I have some California listeners um, as well. So, uh there's people in your area so you head on over to that pet expo and and go to ohm to max and you'll find out all the info and well you probably know where to go you live in la i don't i was out there visiting once and it was fantastic but <laughs> well the sun is shining today i have to say oh, a lot of rain yeah. but um it's still a little cold but um 
you know, California oh, we're, coach. We're, we're barely coming out. I mean, yeah, we're, we're barely getting out of the, I mean, we're, we're, we're getting there here in the Northeast. It, it, in, in, the end, as we're recording this, it is still the end of March. So we're, we're, we're just, just starting to warm up a hair, <laughs> but oh, not much. Boy. We, we won't be, you don't really get super warm here until like May. I mean, you, you know, where you really promised some, hopefully some better days and you can still get a frost before Memorial Day. So we'll see. We'll see what 2023 wants to roll out. You never know anymore. <laughs> so, you know. So, well, Kate, thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk about your you know, beautiful, touching, healing story. Um, I truly hope uh, everyone out there listening has found this to be helpful. And if you've had a pet who has crossed and you kind of get those signs, but you're not sure how to trust them, we have a tool to help you do it. So um, again, Thank you so much. hang out with the go-to link for today's show and learn more about Kate and her, uh, this beautiful date divination deck excuse me that should be yours um and again thank you so much and we'll i want to do it by the way in the future um you know maybe like coming up in the summertime maybe in more heading into the fall but i want to do um with the podcast i want to take all my guests and we're, we're gonna have like a round table oh, you know fun. Like, I want to put you with my feng shui girl and my lieutenant and a medium, and let's just, like, talk <laughs> and see fun. what happens, because I think that could be an enlightening conversation. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. So would be great. Um, I look forward to having you back, and we can keep, you know, talking about what you're doing and, and new tools you're developing, because, you know, as as, you know, we know the collective grief is it's on, but I think we have no idea how much more we're going to be experiencing. So you're, you know, thank you for making this powerful tool for all of us to have. Well, thank you. And, you know, thank you to all the listeners for listening to me and um, yes, we'll see. Um, we'll see where it goes and I'd love to come back on and, uh, you know, we'll hash it out on the table, on the round table with everybody. <laughs> we'll do a little round tabling. I, I, I think it's in order. Um, the, the times, the times are demanding it actually, in my personal opinion. So get everybody together and let's just talk some shop. You know, I think, uh, I think that helps in these times. So. All right. Well, then we will be talking to you soon. And as we say, break a leg at on the 14th. And uh, we look forward to hearing more. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yes, it was um, a lovely conversation with Kate. And I just have to add in as we are putting uh, the final podcast recording together is when we finished recording. I had not been looking at the clock at all, but it was in the time that I finished recording here on East Coast time, because of, of course, she's in California, it was 3.33 on my clock. <laughs> you can't make it up. <laughs> and as always, thank you so much for being here. 
and taking another silent listen to the Sharita Star Empower Hour. Be sure to connect with the go-to link for today's episode and learn more about Conversations with Max and the spiritual work of Catherine O'Neill. We'll be back on April 21st with more Consciousness Conversation for 2023 as we all continue to navigate these extremely intensified and undeniable times requiring us to rise up and own our fullest soul awareness. As we now prepare for an intense cycle of reflection, remember as well to access the Mastering Mercury Retrograde Workshop, also now available on Soul Certainty Community, link in my bio. This is Shavita Star from Mind Body Spirit FM, signing off for today's message to never compromise living consciously. Take good care of each other and namaste, dear stars. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.